Hello and welcome to Old Casters, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, a moan, and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new. That's if our old brains can retain the information. We are Smith and Jones, and without further ado, oh hi Ben. Oh hi Mark. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I've been at my parents all day, and they have spoilt me, and I've eaten too much, and I've got a bit of a shitty tummy. Sunday dinner, sir? Sunday dinner? Yeah, the works. <laughs> the works. Gravy? And then all the dessert afterwards. Of course gravy. <laughs> of course gravy. Was it beef? Was it tur- chicken? Turkey? It what was, was it? Chachen. Chachen. It's fucking chachen. chachen. Well, uh, uh, I'm glad you've had a good old time, Mark. I'm glad you've had a good old time. How the dickens is you? Yes. Why, well, I don't want to go sort of too deep in because it it sort of goes into the old news but i would say that i'm very well i've spent today um being looked after by my lovely wife uh, kerry uh, and my son uh, jackson and uh, they've looked after me very well as i've sat down through something which i'll come on to later but i'm i'm feeling good thank you mark i'm feeling good and uh, it'd be a good time to say that this would be the first episode of old casters this is the first proper episode and we have a guest lined up for you later (gasps) Who would that guest be, Benjamin? Oh, that guest will be, as you've called him before, the original OG, Slim Boy Fat 82, a.k.a. Gary. He's coming in to join us later on for the first guest segment, as Mark said, and we're going to ask him lots of questions. We've got some silly ones. We've got some good ones. I'm sure you'll all enjoy it. And then uh, um, what I would say is, before we get started, because it, it plays well as well, we were going to ask you all listening, we're going to have something called the Erm Counter. Now, the Erm Counter is something that me and Mark discussed very recently, where when you're trying to think of something to say because you're afraid of the silences that sometimes podcasts don't want, we say, mm, um, mm, um, um, yeah, and um, we don't mean to, it's just nature of the beast. So what me and Mark have said is if you are brave enough to count the erms and the R's that each one of us do, that in the next episode, we have to do a forfeit. Now, we've not come up with this forfeit yet. Well, I think it's got to be a forfeit that is maybe not community driven, just in case you come up with like streak round on local neighbourhoods or eat some sort of chilli that me and Mark won't be able to handle and so we're going to keep it the forfeit to me and Mark but if you're brave enough to count them and let us know how many either one of us do or who wins the Ermka now this means the person who does the most ums and ahs not including the ones I'm saying now will get the opposite person will get the forfeit and then uh, uh, that's uh, it's something fun we thought we could bring to the uh, to the pod and as I say <laughs> it's, it's horrible isn't it you were doing so well and then what makes me laugh is when i'm live streaming i don't think i hardly say it at all i'm live <laughs> it's i don't understand it man it's the brain it's a funny old beast how are the doggos it has been quite hot this week yeah, we've we've been having to take them out early. I'm not any dog owners, and I'm sure Mark knows. I think it's if you touch the ground with your bare feet and it's too hot for you, then you shouldn't take them out. So we've been going out a lot earlier than usual. So to get them run out and what have you, we've got a run where we can let them off the lead for a bit where they're trapped into a very narrow run so they don't end up running off because even though their recalls are all right, uh, Ghost, unfortunately, is a wrecking machine. So it's been um, a fun old time for them and uh, also, I've been on annual leave, Mark, so uh, since last Wednesday, so... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. 
Whoop, and you leave. So I've been having too many late nights, sub one o'clocks in the mornings, and they've all been catching up with me as well. I had a nightmare the other day that, uh, well, I've been playing so many horror games. The Hellraiser, I was lying in the bed, and my form of hell was I was eating ice cream, but I was scooping out my brains as the ice cream. <laughs> that was the what? Yeah, tell me about it. It was horrible. As I get older, the dreams seem more real, and so I'm lying there in a the bed, and he's standing over me, and he's saying, oh, you're hungry, aren't you? And I've got, oh yeah, I'm hungry, all right. And then I'm I'm scooping out, and then it flashes back like further back, and I'm scooping out my own brains. Mm. So I apologise, everybody. Yes, it's it was very disturbing. <laughs> was it a cheese dream? <sighs> well, I woke up afterwards, and now it takes a couple of seconds to think. Was I? Was it? Yeah, it's all right. The brain still intact. So I sort of pat my head, and what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still there. It's still there. How about you? Um, how's uh, Mary? And how is Bort? Mary is fine. She has got a hellish week coming up at work, but uh, she doesn't get a bank holiday Monday off, unfortunately. If anyone needed reminding, we do record this podcast on a Sunday evening, so tomorrow we are blessed with a bank holiday Monday. A lot of us are off, but working in retail, Mary does not have that privilege. And uh, I had a little bit of feedback from on the uh, the bought updates. People are people are loving the bought updates, so you'll be pleased to know that since last week, bought is not trying to escape as much bonus last week i was telling you that bought is constantly trying to climb up and claw and eat the cage and that seems to have stopped <laughs> she's very happy in there she wants to stay with you now mate <laughs> less nibbling as well much less oh good i did have her out this morning and she was in my hands and she was absolutely fine she was giving me a bit of a sniff a bit of a lick but then she started running up my arms and she got about halfway up my forearm and then she started she decided that i don't need arm hair anymore and <laughs> just started turfing it all out <laughs> I need that for my bed. Yeah, I think she thought that was that was good nesting material. Started oiking it out of me. <laughs> did it hurt? No, not really. I was just like, that, 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 stop that. <laughs> she's, a, she's a menace, that poor isn't she? Oh, I'm glad she's all right. Infrasound. I was about to say, speaking of speaking of feedback and correspondence, we have uh, something on infrasound that we were talking about last week. We have uh, Dopaz in the Discord. He said, I think infrasound, low frequency sound in brackets, is what Ben was trying to describe. The same thing you googled. Like the growl of a dog or a bear has a really deep low frequency component that is not particularly audible, but it rumbles through you. And then he said, what was really helpful for me is, have you ever heard a really loud deep bass at a concert? It's like that. That's exactly what I'm going on about, Dopez. Thank you ever so much. This is bang on. So man. I do know what you were on about. I didn't know it was called that. For a little while, neither did I, because after the podcast went out, I had, which was quite funny, I had people that I'd not mentioned it to, and obviously where the link's been shared, would text me saying, oh, is it this sound? And I was like, what are you on about? Is it this sound? And I was like, oh, they've listened. They've listened. <laughs> they've listened. <laughs> I had all sorts of, no, but I thought, no, no, it's infrasound. But I, I remember where I heard the first time now, and I felt, I felt, <laughs> I felt it was on a Bigfoot documentary. Okay. <laughs> so it was saying that this sound, because obviously it's felt guttural, as I was trying to explain, it's not felt, it sort of sends a reaction to your brain that says, oh, shit, <laughs> something bad's going to happen. So, yes, the that the one that Dopaz give you is far better than the reliable source that I got. The way that he described it did really help me. I know what you're on about now, because I have been at a few concerts where my tits have gone chaotic and everything inside me has rumbled. 
that way he described it was far better than the description I had originally. The poopy sound. The poopy the sound. Brown note. The brown note, yes. <laughs> I love it. Brown note. I'm going to use that one again. No, if you've never heard of the brown note, what's that? Also known as, commonly known as, infrasound. But we like brown note. Yeah. We should. Um, I'm sure by now you've all seen, no matter where you've gone and clicked on the podcast, that we have a lovely logo. Um, this logo was created by Nar Kills. Big shout out, Mr. Nar Kills. M R G N A R K I L L S. And you can find Mr. Nar Kills mainly on Twitch. I think he streams one to twice a week, sometimes depending on his work schedule. Yeah. Somewhere in that, isn't it? But thank you very much, mate. It's uh, that it looks amazing. I know Mark came back with a lot of amends and what have you, but the end result is absolutely fantastic. Exactly the same as when Mr. Narkills designed the Old Men logo. Oh, yes, of course. That was him as well, and he was very kind with our feedback and took on board what we were saying and used his artistic interpretation. Because the Old Men logo is fantastic too. I really do like it. It's very it's professional. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. Not that it shouldn't be professional. You know what I mean? It's very cool. So, uh, But, yes, again, massive thank you, Mr. Nar. It's uh, appreciated, and I'm sure more artwork for uh, stuff and podcasts will will definitely come your way i've no doubt thank you narky poos we love you do we have any other uh, feedback or correspondence mark you can tell us off i have a joke from my mum if you like she told me a joke today please to tell what do you call two ladies talking to each other <laughs> what do you call two ladies talking to each other mark a chatter what do you call two men talking to each other oh, i don't know mark what do you call two men talking to each other a podcast <laughs> Is that, is that generally what she said? Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Oh, well done, uh, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Mummy Smith. Mummy Smith. Yes, Mummy Smith. <laughs> Thank you. I'm talking about fan mail. I know my uh, my dad gave it a listen. I passed it on to him. Yeah. So I know definitely uh, uh, he he listened to it. So I've not asked him for his uh, opinion yet because uh, I've been uh, busy on other bits. So, yes... There we are. There's some uh, bits and pieces, a mixing of old and before. Don't forget the um and ah counter for us, uh, listeners, cast listeners. And uh, we're going to move on to segment one. Old news. First and foremost, Ben Jones. Yes, Mark Smith. You have just completed, literally, when I say just completed, I mean 45 minutes ago, you have just completed your 12-hour stream. You'd be totally correct, Mark. Um, Tell me all about it. How was it? How are you feeling? Actually, I'm feeling... Because um, I'm always I'm excited now to come on here and... Not that I'm not excited to stream, but I was excited to come on here and do our first episode, being a bit more established this time around and not feeling quite as nervous and umanars and all the rest of it. Um, oh, I just said it, didn't I? Well, let me off that one, chat. Yeah. When I started, the th- the first th- three hours, I want to say, uh, we had the Slim Boy Fat and um, the Snoozy 9mm come and join me for um, a load of Fortnite, and I think we had at least two dubs in there, so two wins, that is, for your non-gaming folk. I don't know why we call them dubs. That's just their name. Dub for W. Is that what it is? W for win, Yes. Ah, now it makes more sense because I didn't know what it meant either up to now. I just said it because everybody else did. So, yeah, it, it was amazing. Um, 
I think if I was going to do one again, as we were chatting earlier, I'd probably go for the full 24 and just throw caution to win, but do it like Tony was talking and break it up into segments rather than try and sit there and just stream because you need a break. That was the only thing. That's what I've done for my 12-hour streams. I've, I did them into segments. Yeah, it makes most sense to do that. And have a have a contingency plan as well for if you've eaten too much Greg's on stream and need to go shit yourself. <laughs> I had a 20-minute video there ready to go. <laughs> So definitely um, slightly different, but amazing. Uh, I've come out the other side. I'm really excited to do the cast because... You know what's lovely? Go on. Is that I really look forward to Sunday evenings now. This is something that I build up to and get excited for. I, I, this is wonderful sitting here with you and making people listen to our insane ramblings. <laughs> I was thinking exactly the same thing, mate. When we when you finally got the logo and you said, well, I'm going to go live and you spent like, a couple of days really promoting it, which was great. Thank you, by the way. To have it out there and have actually people talking back at us and, and don't go wrong. I know a lot of people are, are friends of ours and some we know better than others, but I had also had other people generally saying, yeah, you, you know, you, you sounded all right, which was a real, you know, it was a real heartwarming thing because you're like, you sit there going, I mean, there's loads of podcasts out there. You don't have to listen to ours and you had a listen if you liked it and hope you followed it. It's, it's amazing, mate. Really amazing. Yes. If you have listened to it, we would very much appreciate the, uh, the old like and the follow and the tell your mates and all of that. Mm, please do. Chili fest. Now, I know you didn't end up going, did you? The weather sort of changed on you. I'm sure Tully and Annie had an absolutely wonderful time at the Chili Festival. I understand they get a lot of fudge. Yeah, there was last year at least. But yeah, we couldn't make the timings work this year. I had stuff to do. Are you into hot food? Do we? I don't remember if we... Can you handle your heat? Right. So, yes, I can. I can eat spicy food. Have you got a Scoville level limit? Hmm... Not really, but I can eat spicy food, but I just don't really get any enjoyment out of it, if that makes sense. Yes. I don't I don't like eating stuff that's hot just for the sake of being hot, but I do like a bit of spice, yeah. I do find that this become, obviously, it's a massive trend, especially like YouTube and challenges. So there's one chip challenge and all the rest of it. Some yeah. of them do seem to be just very fucking hot for the sake of being very fucking hot. There's, there's a point where it stops becoming enjoyable to eat and stops becoming delicious and starts becoming just eating acid for the sake of... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's... Broomstone. <laughs> <laughs> the new Fortnite season has dropped. I was there for that. You was there. You came in and you had a couple of games. I sat and watched you guys for an hour and 45 minutes whilst my PC updated Fortnite and then I managed to join in the last one and a half games. <laughs> hey, hey, you was in. That's the main thing. Got to be in it. What did you, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? It was Fortnite. <laughs> Like I always say, I don't really care for PvP, but you guys all play Fortnite, and that's the one game that I like. I can jump on with you guys and just vibe and shoot some bastards. Can I mention something else that happened? What? You played Trombona, or whatever it's called. Oh, I got my bone out, and I was boning all over the stream. It was amazing, mate. Loved Sometimes it. I was talking and boning at the same time. <laughs> In the Discord server, in the Old Men Army Discord server, in the game recommendations channel, there is the list of all the tracks that you can request for me to play on Trombone Champ for next time I do it. 
you was honestly about me and the missus will watch it on the big screen because we got the Twitch app is on our telly. And I must the first few songs were like they were funny, but when we got you the difficult songs to play, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to play fucking Venga Boys. <laughs> It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, we were both creasing up. Good to see you back on. Back you doing your twitching. Back to my regular programming. We also had some ideas put forward um, with All Hallows Eve, Samhain, I think it's done in the old pagan language, or Halloween to us all. And we had a movie night suggestion come up. I don't know how that would work exactly. On the Discord, I guess. That ball is firmly in I Am Tunny's court. <laughs> yeah, he started the thread. It's his. Disc- I, I just suggested stuff like everybody I else don't says. have a clue. I'm not a fan of horror movies either, and I don't know any of them, but I'll certainly come along for the ride. Not a big horror fan, then? Eh? It's not that I don't like it's I never watch it. That's fair play. It's just not, it's not something that's interested me, to be honest, but I'll be there. I'll be with you guys for the uh, community. There's some really good ones out at the moment. There's also a lot of dross out there, but there are some <laughs> good ones. I don't know how that worked, but again, everybody listening, to keep suggesting we're getting closer to October. It'd be good to iron out exactly how we're going to do it and what we're going to do. I've not, I don't know if Tony's got an idea or I know on Amazon you can do watch-alongs, but I'm not entirely sure how that works either. You can do that. You can actually stream on Twitch a watch-along if it's on Amazon Prime. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Is that because they partnered up with them? Yeah. That's interesting. Didn't know that. That's quite interesting because that means you're not breaking any copyright laws, I presume. I think the people that watch it also have to have Prime, though. I'm not sure. Anyway, also I put forward a ghost hunt idea in real life. Meet up. Yes, meet up. Real life meet up. Real life Faz. A spooky one. Spooky Faz meet up. Oh, that was spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I put the idea out there. Did you like that? tickled me <laughs> again i put in the idea of maybe when me and the wife have done it in the past we've paid to be part of a group who have got all the, the equipment but now then said you can do it foc and just trundle around somewhere that's meant to be really haunted i thought yeah if that also works it's very cost effective i know places near stevenage where you can do that go to haunted places and you can literally just bowl up and walk around them that's the only thing that confused me with the free ones how do you not do you not not get if the police come along and you say what are you not doing are we ghost hunting yeah. <laughs> is that, that all right i don't know nowadays in the flat snowflake world we live in mate i thought that might be oh we can't do that have you got anything for the old new set? Well, like I said to you, I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or not, but I said that I listen to a lot of the radio and I get a lot of the news and I get a lot of random stories and I get a lot of relevant stories. You may be intrigued by womb transplant. Did you know about this? What? The UK's first ever womb transplant happened this week. Really? Yep. Whereabouts was that then? Oxford. Oxford? I thought we'd done in London, you know. Woman in her mid-30s, something like that. She got told that she couldn't have kids or she'd had a hysterectomy or something. I believe her older sister donated her womb to her so that she can have kids because her older sister already has kids and doesn't need her womb anymore. That's (laughs) absolutely mad. Yeah. that's. I didn't even know that was a thing. UK's first ever womb transplant hailed by doctors as dawn of new era in fertility treatment. The recipient's sister, who already has children, donated her womb to her younger sibling, who was born without a uterus. There you go. That's amazing. Well done. I presume it worked. 
Yeah, I think they, they said they're both 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 customers, both <laughs> both, both patients are recovering well. Did you use a club card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Second of all, I got. Uh, did you see the cable car in Pakistan? Nope. That was it. Was eight people, two adults, and six kids suspended in a cable car, two hundred meters over a ravine in Pakistan. Ew. They were stuck there for fifteen hours, and the helicopters tried to rescue them, but they couldn't because it got too dark, and it was this whole thing. It could be. A, I'm waiting for Netflix to make a movie now. Apparently, they were on their way to school in a cable car. In a cable car, it's four minutes in the cable car, or it's like a two-hour walk. Oh right, I got gotcha. you. Oh, it's a very uh, makeshift cable car that was put together <laughs> it's made of lego bricks yeah made of a old half of a suzuki or something in and over yeah oh, bloody hell. and then apparently one of the kids was in school the next day after being rescued to get his results for his exams fair play obviously you know this is yeah. different from needing a lifting because it's raining in the uk eh? when i say cable car as well i don't mean like like the one that's over the Thames. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. <laughs> like a cable car, like the ones that you think of, they were basically standing in a cage. Like the one in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Ooh. India have landed on the moon at the South Pole of the moon. That was very exciting this week. Me and Dopez were watching that in the Discord together. Did you watch it actually happen? Uh, I was at work for most of it, but the second I got back from work, I, I got on the live stream and rewound a little bit and watched all the, the people jumping up and down and clapping. That's a fantastic result for India, then, isn't it? And I think it's the first landing for anyone at the South Pole of the Moon. I wonder if it's cold there. I imagine it's cold all over the moon. <laughs> wonder if they saw that um, washing machine that Wallace and Gromit took up there. Or <laughs> <laughs> the wrong trousers. No, it was the first one. That was the grand day out, is it? And finally, most importantly, you must have, please, have you seen the Trump mugshot? Again, mate, no. Uh, you have to Google that because it's fucking brilliant. Okay, you've got it. That's the thing, is it? And if you are listening to this podcast right now and you're not driving and you are able and you haven't seen the Donald Trump mugshot, please. <laughs> what is that? Oh, well, yeah, it must be that one. This is the first ever mugshot of somebody who is or has been president of the United States, president of the free world. On the radio the other day, they were talking about it and somebody said he looks like a four-year-old at the table who'd been told that he can't get down until he's eating his broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly- he does a bit, did he? <laughs> What's that? And why did he have to have his mugshot taken? Is he just a bit a naughty boy? Because he's a criminal. Well, well, everybody knew that, I thought, didn't they? He's a sulky orange dude. He's orange. He's been tangoed. <laughs> oh, hey. Old reference in already? Yes. One yeah. advert. You couldn't have that advert today, could you? Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, the Apple one, they think he used to get a double smack. <laughs> well, not whoosh, right in the middle of the face. Yeah. Well... There we go, listeners. So I think that is old news covered. So uh, we've changed segment two to instead of show us what you've got, we've changed it to old passions because Mark and I soon, soon thought that we might end up, even though we're passionate about a lot of things, it might be hard to teach each other where one of us gets so deep into a, a subject matter. We figured we'd just talk about passions in general, or old passions because they're old to us, or old just because it's old and we're old and we love the word old. Last week, you showed me up. You were talking about your TCGs and your Pokemon and your Disney Lacana, and you went on a beautiful, eloquent, well-put, blah, 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 and I was just sat here going, yes, yes, yes. And then it came to my turn, and I was like, uh, ask me shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what do you want to know? <laughs> I have chosen something this week that I can hopefully spill my guts to Shine you about. Up. And that is, if you didn't know, 
obviously last week I was talking about football. That is one of my main passions. But my other main passion, perhaps my most main main passion, and I know this is the same for a lot of people, but it's music. And we love a bit of music here, but not just... This was a bit inspired by you, Ben, because <gasps> you ca- you came round in the week. You came round here to my flat. We made a little makeshift studio when we recorded our promo video for we the did. podcast. And uh, afterwards, you said, uh, oh, yeah, I like the jingle. I like the jingle that you made. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you said, where did you get the music from? And I thought, what do you mean? And you're like, you know, the music bit underneath the singing. And I thought, I made it. And your face made me so proud of myself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I made that. I made that music. Just like I made my Twitch trailer, I made the One Year of Old Men song. So I was just gonna gonna talk to you a bit about music. I like this that you're talking. Sorry, just uh, just so everybody knows that Mark's very talented when it comes to all this. And I was like I said, I was, that was my genuine reaction. I thought he was just sort of took some some sort of jingly there, and then I don't know if you do know. I don't know. That's Mark singing on the old cast's intro. I'm, I know what his voice sounds like, and I'm hoping you do. But when I asked in German, he said, "Yeah, yes, yeah, that's I've come up with that." It was like. I was like, oh, wow, you know, not, not that I didn't think you could do it, just like, whoa, you know, that's amazeball. So please, sir, please take us through your music love. <laughs> go now, go, go. Started at the age of three. I don't know. Although, actually, having said that, I was pissing around there. I think I was three when I got my very first single. And that was a CD and a cardboard sleeve. And I believe that's the very same first single that Mr. Slim Boy Fat got, who's coming on later. What's that? Mr. Blobby. No. Yeah. If I, uh, I'm sorry to stick my oar in here, but my very, I didn't get a single. My very first cassette tape was Michael Jackson's Bad album. Wow. My first album was Spice Girls on cassette tape. What, the first album? Mm hmm. What was that called? I want to say it was self titled. Wasn't it called Spice Girls? Can I ask a very big Spice Girls fan a second? What was the first Spice Girls? Maybe. No, not the song. What was the album called? Uh, Spice, maybe? Spice. Yeah. It was Spice. So there you go. Yeah, Mark was... Go on, Kerry. Excellent knowledge. Yeah, she loves the Spice Girls. So yeah, primary school, I learned recorder, like all the other kids do. Did you learn recorder at school, Ben? No, I didn't. It's the short answer. <laughs> I could just about speak, let alone... Play. Any, anything that comes out of my mouth is normally bullshit, let alone sticking a bloody recorder in me, in my mouth. I do remember being actually quite very young. This is in primary school. When I realised that, that this, I might actually be onto something, I might actually be good at something was when I was in choir. I swear all the other kids' parents hated me, but I always got put on the solos to stand out in front because I was always the only person that could sing the song right. <laughs> so <that> was, <laughs> oh, it's that bloody Mark again. Oh, yeah, he's always I, out there. Honestly, I swear it was that. <laughs> yeah, but mate, you've got, talent. you've got talent. First proper instrument I learned after... Because uh, recorder doesn't count, because in the UK at primary school, everybody learns the recorder, was trumpet, which is probably the instrument I'm best at, but I haven't picked one up in about 15 years. Honestly, I was shit hot at the trumpet. So, how many instruments can you play? I'll play whatever I get my hands on. So, you play the guitar, I presume. Yeah, but like, and when I say play, I don't mean pick it up. And if I said, "Well, just do us a tune quick," you'd be able to strum something out. Probably, yeah, <sighs> mate. And then, so trumpet, recorder. How about the sitar? I've never picked up a sitar. I give it a go. I literally, I'll play whatever, I, whatever I get my hands on. But yeah, I've, I was, I was good at trumpet, but I didn't enjoy it that much. What I really wanted to do. What I really wanted to learn, and this is towards the end of primary school, starting secondary school, was the piano. Right. That is my main instrument. That is what I'm, I did have some lessons, but I am mostly self-taught on piano. And that is what I really love doing. And that is basically how I record all my songs. I started songwriting I about 14. Wow. 
I've been writing songs. Songs have just been flowing out of me and I've never really done much with them. I've been in a load of bands. One of them did way better than all the others, but still. We were very young at the time and half of the bands left to go to uni and that split us up and we never got back together again after uni. Oh, that's a shame then. Can I ask you a piano question quickly? Yes, you can. What do the pedals do? The only pedal that I, I use, the only one that I really, you really need is the sustain pedal. And that is so, if you, if you don't have your feet on any pedals, if you press a note on a piano, it goes boop. Boop, boop, boop. Yep. If you put your foot down on the pedal and do the same thing, it will go boop. Oh. It's a sustain pedal. So is there, what's the other one for then? Uh, I think it almost like cancels out the sustain. <laughs> right. I don't actually, I haven't spent a lot of time playing actual proper pianos. But all of my pianos are digital. I'm surrounded by pianos here as we speak. There's a keyboard, that's right, isn't it? There is, for me anyway, I think there's a slight difference between a keyboard and a digital piano, but I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> how much info do you want <laughs> yeah but yeah i remember also when i was doing my music gcse i did a trumpet exam and part of that was an oral exam giggity <laughs> and i got i got four marks on my oral exam and that was the day that i found out well the day that i got my results was the day that i found out that i'm pitch perfect Ooh. which is fun i can perfectly reproduce notes and tell you what notes they are shit that's whoa that's, that's new knowledge to me cast listeners so i didn't know that but there is a difference between being pitch perfect and being able to be a good singer, because I don't think I am a good singer. But uh, I smashed my music, GCSE, and then I went and did music at college. I did a national diploma in popular music. Ooh. And uh, that is me and all of my classmates. We performed the album Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd in its entirety from start to finish. And that is by far one of the coolest things I've ever done. We had a whole big stage set up and everything, all the lighting, all the pyrotechnics, everything. It was sick. I loved it. What did you do at this? What did you? What was your part in it? I was playing piano and singing. Wow. Like I do. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like I do. That's amazeballs, mate. Honestly, it's just new facts I'm finding out as well. Yeah, when I was doing music at college, the main thing that I was doing the entire time, every time I had a spare waking second, the thing that I absolutely fell in love with, and that was I was in the recording studio. That is my main passion, the thing I get the most joy out of in life. The, th- the reason why I was only too happy to make a jingle for us is <laughs> sound engineering, sound editing, sound recording, music making, being a recording studio, being a producing my own stuff. I was going to say producing. You've heard some of the drum and bass that I've made. Fantastic. That brings me on to my next thing, actually. I was going to talk about my taste in music, which to the amusement of my son very wildly but my my main love is rock music obviously really guitar music but i will genuinely listen to anything as long as i feel like it's a genuine bit of music that someone's put heart soul and effort into i will can i can i also add a little bit to what you said i think as well it's important to know that even though we're not not want to get uber serious here but i think so many people close their minds off to music because it's not it's not the pop music that they're used to, and it's not whatever mm-hmm. you know. It's not a Taylor Swift thing. It's not all they're into heavy music. Like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not you. If it's a good bit of music, it's a good bit of music. You can't can't just say, well, that's not drum and bass or that's not R and B. So I'm not into. I think so many people cut themselves off from music because they they think, oh, well, that's not that's not what I listen to. Yeah, but you can still sit there and appreciate what it is. So yeah, if I have to say I'm not you, though, I listen to anything if it's good. It doesn't have to be the same thing. Benjamin, if you were to ask me what my favourite bands were, I always have an automatic top three. I always say Muse, The Killers, The Beatles. Those three. I'm not a massive Killers fan. Um, I was I always struggled in the indie 
part of the uh, music just because I don't know why I just now never got on with it but I do obviously I know a lot of the songs because you couldn't help but know them but Musing the Beatles especially the Beatles I mean that's heritage there for the UK yeah uh, Queen Pink Floyd Led Zeppelin I love all of that I listen to dad music a lot it's a good genre all the classic British rock bands and you can't say they're not classic Dire Straits Dire Straits oh, that's, the, that's the famous song what's the one I'm, I want to say with the big drum solo and the synth the synth in the background what song is that Money for Nothing that's it fantastic is that the UK yeah no I thought they were American I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to Google this well, like I said I'm not trying to prove you wrong mate I, I thought fact check God, look at us. We're getting serious here. Everybody, we haven't made a fart joke or a dick joke or laughed at something stupid yet. Yeah, Die Straits are are British. Wow. One British band I can't get in the end. I can't get behind, though. I've always struggled with the Stones. The Rolling Stones? The Rolling Stones, yes. That's really funny that you say that because I hear a lot of Rolling Stones on the radio and it it doesn't really do anything for me. No, that's it. I don't mean I don't like them as people. I just uh, never sort of... Minus the one with the Whoopi Goldberg film, uh, Jumper Jet Flash, because it's in that film. This is another thing that I need to... If you will allow me to get up on my pedestal for just a moment, we need to normalise saying that a band or an artist or a song is not for us rather than saying, oh, it's shit. Yes. That's a big pet peeve of mine because it's easy for you to dismiss it. If you don't like something, you go, oh, that shit. But uh, that person is a very talented person. That's the reason that they're probably big and got the music out there. Just say, it's not for me. Yes, not his shit. It's perfectly fine if you if you heard one of my songs and you don't like it at all. That, uh, absolutely fine. I don't care if you don't like it. But don't call me shit. But <laughs> I might need a shit, no, different story. But yes, Mark, I tell you what, mate, it, it just shows you, we talk about this is called old passions. You can tell by what you just said there. It, was, it, it wasn't very hard for you to talk about. No, <laughs> it's not. It's a bang, have it, have that. That could be some ask Mark questions in there somewhere. My dream is to have a big house with a big garden and I have one of these log cabins in the bottom of the garden and that's going to be my recording studio and that's going to be where I work and produce. I would love that. I think definitely, I was going to say to you earlier when you talk about your love for the studio, I think you can definitely tell your passion for producing. That's that's yeah. without a doubt. I still can't believe how serious we're being, Mark. <laughs> I might have just lost eight followers there. Boobies! Boobies. Oh, look at my nipples again. They can't see that. Do you want to see my lips again? I'll get them out. <gasps> I'm wearing a black top this week, so you can't see my sluggy pits as much. Oh, you still can, though. Look at that. Jesus, mate. That's that's five dead slugs. <laughs> that is serious sluggage, though. <sighs> <laughs> honestly you see the size of that thug next time i'll take a picture of him if he's still there yes mate that was awesome honestly uh, that was generally awesome and uh, new facts i did not know about you i feel a bit inadequate i was going to talk the... see this is what you did to me last week but i did ask if i could also talk about music because i think it was one of them things where growing up shaped shaped your friendship circles it, it shaped a lot of things i think you know and uh, considering I was into heavy music and what I deemed heavy then and what is heavy now is completely good. You know, well, stuff like Fear Factory and Metallica and Iron Maiden and that. And today, if you listen to some of the stuff that's out there, it's like, well, that's just like, that's just like rock and roll now. Mm-hmm. But I must admit that there's something that music does. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, especially, especially as an, uh, as an older gentleman that I am. Um, I can sing songs now in a car and be like, like, be emotional about them. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's, you know, I've, you know, take me back to a time, take me back to a place. It's nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
the very like we did to, like I did you last week with Lucana and whatnot. And talking about if I might just crawl onto Lucana quickly, um I ended up investing I played the um there's an online version of it. I don't know how long it survives. I mentioned last time that it's called Pixelborn and I think it's made by I think he's Polish or somewhere Eastern European and he's got a few videos out there. I don't know how long it'll survive because I'm sure Disney will see it and go, sorry mate, you can't use our stuff without having licensing for that. We haven't even done that yet but uh, I spent some silly money on cards i needed for physical decks this week and i'm not mentioning any money because people say on cardboard ben on cardboard i get it um yes i definitely invested more and the wife and i are going to do some uh live streaming of you know top down we're going to play some games on we bought this table that expands out and we're going to play some games so people can see it all yeah certainly there's not much out i can't no twitch handles on yet so i might have to put it under dreamlight valley unfortunately (gasps) <gasps> so which I know you've played, I've seen any clips. You know I love a simulator. Yes. So on old passions this week, mate, you have you have really shown your passion, sir. It's uh, really shown through and I do honestly wish you end up with that log cabin so I can come round and mm-hmm. say, Oh look and you can say to me there, that's they're up and coming. They're called I don't know. Dur- let's use Duran Duran just for arguments. <laughs> they're called Duran Duran. Durin Duran. Duran That old Duran. Duran. I'll have all sorts of people coming over and paying me to produce their music. And of course, Ben, I'll have you coming around because we'll still be going to the bottom of my garden and it'll be the podcast studio. Yes. We'll be able to have some cameras up. Yeah. We'll have to do that for a podcast anniversary. The people asked us, is it going to be videoed, didn't they? The old men's studio. Everybody can come round to the bottom of my garden and get in the studio. <laughs> is that where the Poddington Peas live? Yeah, that's the, where the Moddington Peas live. Moddington Peas, sorry, yes, the Moddington <laughs> Peas. Shout out. They live at the bottom of my non-existent garden because I live in a flat, but it's going to happen. Manifesting it, writing it on a whiteboard. Oh, dream, what do they call it? Dream, dream board, dream table, what do they call it? Where you put you picture your dreams up and you sort of put clippings up. Is it dream board? I think so. I'd say dream Vision board. board. Vision board. Vision board. Thank you, Kerry, again in the background there. So yes, so old well, passions this week. Mark has done us a proud one there, and uh, uh, from now on, I think we need to change that section all together because once one of us gets going, the other one says, "Well, I play card games." <laughs> <laughs> I've done, I've done, I've done football and music. I'm out of passions. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now I see. Old oh, section two's just going to become something, just a long sort of pause of us going. Yeah, no, what's that again? Just go from segment one to segment three. <laughs> Crazy facts, crazy news, Smith and Jones, hang in. So when we were chatting bollocks before we recorded the pilot episode, yes, you gave me a fact that absolutely blew my mind, and I was like, no fucking way. And then we came to recording the pilot episode, and you gave me t- one fact that I already knew, and one that was really underwhelming. <laughs> I want you to melt my brain this week, please, Ben. Hit me something with something fucking crazy. Right, here we go. Something old as well. Like us. Bert and Ernie, as in Sesame Street's Bert and Ernie. Hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, Ernie. Hey, Bert. Hey, Ernie. <laughs> Bert and Ernie's name came from a Christmas movie. I don't know if that's a wow, but the Sesame Street characters were named after Bert the police officer and Ernie the taxi driver in Frank Capara's It's a Wonderful Life. No way. Yes, yes way. I like that. I thought it was good. I mean, can I just mention the other one I was going to say? Yeah. As I think, the, I, I don't know how crazy it is, but it is sort of crazy. The Eiffel Tower gets taller in the summer. 
When what? the iron heats up, oh, t- oh, tell me about. It. I'm going to say when the iron heats up, the tower can be up to 15 centimeters. That's six inches. That's that taller. That? I know, right? I know you can't see what Mar just did, but oh, it's yeah. that. Listeners, look, it's this. Wow. <laughs> Due to thermal expansion. Expansion. Wow. <laughs> Is that the noise? Is that the noise of thermal expansion? That's <laughs> thermal expansion. All you uh, science heads out there. You'll, you'll know. You've just blown some boffin's mind. And go, oh, my God, he did thermal expansion. I've got one because it's close to... I know it's not bought, but it's close to bought. So I'm sure it must be a family member somewhere along the genetic line. Switzerland prohibits the ownership of just one guinea pig. I knew that one. <gasps> no. I did. I heard that the other day. Since guinea pigs are such social creatures, one guinea pig would get so lonely. Oh, <laughs> So having just one is considered animal abuse in Switzerland. Yeah, I know. I, you, you blew Kerry's mind. I heard her in the background. <laughs> she was generally, she loves a guinea pig, you see. I knew that. I heard literally, and I only heard that this past week or two. Honestly? Yeah. Who 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 read that one out to? It was just in a QI or something. Yeah, I think it was on the radio or QI <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I think it was. So there you go. I know it's not as crazy as the first one, but like I said, I am reading from a 65 list here. So I don't want to use up all my decent material, but, oh, man, there's some good ones to come. But, yes, yeah, so, yeah, Bert and Ernie, you see? Sesame Street. Bert and Ernie, named after It's a Wonderful Life characters. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that to the IRL world. IRL. Especially the in-laws, because they are obsessed with Christmas and love a Christmas movie, and I can be like, you know that, Bert and Ernie, and <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good, mate. I like that one. So, yes, yeah, yeah. so there you go. Some crazy facts for you. Go on, Mark. Give us what's your crazy news. Would you like a crazy news story from this past week? Yes, please, Mark. Once again, I heard this on the radio. This was at the end of a news bulletin one day this week. I think it might have been last Monday. And they were like, and finally. So I have Googled the old British Broadcasting Corporation. Love it. This article is from them. How does this title capture you, Benjamin? Listening. Hailing Island Sunflower Farms plea over naked photo shoots. What? Are you intrigued? I am. You've got me. I'm, I'm like naked. A sunflower farm has urged visitors to keep their clothes on after some reportedly stripped off for photos. Stoke Fruit Farm on Hailing Island said it has an increase of reports of naked photography taking place at its Sam's Sunflowers visitor attraction. One visitor said her son stumbled across a woman wearing just a thong and didn't know where to look. <laughs> so- Sam Wilson, who runs the site at North Knee, confirms there had been a few isolated incidents of nudity. <laughs> he said there had been reports of four naked photo shoots since the flower picking fields opened on the 28th of July. July 28th, if you're in America. Three of which had been on the same day. Mr. Wilson said, we have ha- always had photo shoots here, but they are always respectfully done and it's always <laughs> organised so other people are not affected. People are having fun and taking pictures for their Instagram, but we just ask that they keep their clothes on. <laughs> A message on the farm's Facebook page said, Reminder to all, we are a family area and please keep your clothes on in the sunflowers. We are having an increase of reports of naked photography taking place and this must not happen during our public sessions, please. One visitor commented, Yes, we stumbled on a session. I'm not a prude, but I don't expect to see almost naked bodies while searching for the best blooms. Ooh. Another reported a woman wearing just a thong, adding, Our son got a right eyeful last night. Should have seen his face. I paid it at all. Most commentators saw the funny side, although some speculated whether it had been a publicity stunt, while others defended the right of people to be naked in public. Mm. I agree. 
One man wrote, nothing wrong with topless, so teach children it is not right and the taboo continues. Thus ends the article. I like that. I like that a lot. Do you get excited by sunflowers, Ben? (sighs) When you see a field of sunflowers, do you feel the need to just start tearing your clothes off? Yeah, I mean, I suppose there's a time and a place a little bit, but at the same time, I suppose if we were there on a jolly day out, there's me, Kerry and Jackson, he's 11, and we come across, like, you know... A, a, a man or a woman doing, you know, maybe depends how tasteful it was. If we're a talking, in just a thong, yeah, you know, just sort of hugging, hugging a sunflower, and there's a bit of slip nip and all that. I suppose you know, you'd say, well, you know, but I suppose if she was sort of he or she was bent over whilst the sunflower was maybe go, you know, bent in a position to say, oh, look, where's that sunflower <laughs> going? <laughs> I don't know, maybe the, I don't know. It's it's ever so difficult. I mean, I'm not against nudity by any chance, but that was a great story, though, Mark. It's not as good. It's, I'd say maybe just surpass the hit yourself with a great big mallet Iron Man person one. Yeah, that's did better than last week. Yeah, only because it had nudity in the wording, yeah, and there's someone who nudity. said who got a right eye for yeah, <laughs> couple of tits in there or boobies in their face. It helps when you can when you get to envisage boobs. Honk, honk. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. He is like a father to me. I love him like a son. My brother from another mother. Slim Boy Fat, 82. Evening all. We wanted to bring you on, sir, as the very first, the one and only, Slim Boy Fat, 82, also known as Gaz, also known as Gary, also known as Sweet Cheeks. He is Sweet Cheeks. I'll take it. Yeah. Because you're sugar tits and he's sweet cheeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, by bringing you on as the first, are we, you're going to be the test subject. So, um, myself and Mark are going to ask you some questions. And if you'd be so kind as to provide the honest answer, sir, that would be uh, most welcome. Sir? Uh, nice voice crack there, Benjamin. Tell us about yourself. I'm big, I'm fat, and I game a lot. <laughs> I like it. Short but sweet. You forgot to mention old. <laughs> I'm old. Cast chat, he's old. Not as old as me, but just about. Mr. Slim Boy Fat, how did you come up with your username? So, my username came around because Fat Boy Slim is a skinny wanker. And I'm a fat wanker, so I thought I'd be Slim Boy Fat. (laughs) It is very clever. We've been talking about music a lot today, and I must say I do like a bit of Fat Boy Slim. There you go. Skinny wankerness aside. Yes. What do you do, Slimothy? Are you a Twitch streamer? I do stream. (gasps) What kind of things do you Twitch stream? I generally Twitch stream shooty games that I can play when I've had a shit day at work and just come on and shoot the crap out of people. Every now and then I'll play a bit of golf or I'll just find something really random to play. Tetris. Oh, Tetris. That was good, that was. Tetris Effect Connected. Love it. fucking amazing. Blinds you, though. Yeah. (laughs) But the music is... Yeah. It's very satisfying when it all comes together, the rhythm and the, the, the blocks falling in the right slots. Satisfying. It's a beautiful thing. What are your top three games of all time? Video games, I'm talking. Absolute bastards. <laughs> I did give no, you no, three. No, 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 no. Not bastards. Get it right, please. Bastards. There <laughs> it is. Now, when, when we came up with this question, I was going to give you one. So I gave you th- we gave you three here. We thought that was fairly generous. Okay, so in no particular order, um, I'm going to say Shenmue on Dreamcast. Whoa, 
weren't expecting that. Um, I'm going to say Division One, and I'm going to say Luigi's Mansion. Whoa, that's I had I had answers planned out in my head, and I didn't think two. I knew Division would come up, but I didn't think anyone the other two. I haven't even heard of the first one. What was the first one? It's called Shenmue. Shenmue. It's on the Epic Store, dude. Yeah, what it is now? It's an epic game as well. Tell me, and tell anyone else who might not know what Shenmue is. Shenmue is basically you are you're the character in the game. You are chasing down, trying to find. If I remember rightly, it's who killed your dad. But it's you're basically running around like an area in Japan. You can use the little um, vending machines to get like loads of little collectibles and stuff like that as well. Okay. The fighting style is. So a button will flash on the screen, you've got like a second to press it, otherwise you get smacked. <laughs> it's a bloody good game. Storyline's banging. Graphics at the time were amazing. Mm. Um, they look shit now. I think I remember <laughs> that I remember that being quite a common thing with the Dreamcast in general. Dreamcast is the most underrated console ever. Yeah, I'd have to second that. It never got the recognition it deserved. Sega killed their consoles by not advertising Dreamcast properly. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Being to someone who was always on in touch with what was coming out, I, I think I only found out once it was already out rather than before it came out. They kept it very quiet. I worked at Toys R Us at the time, the Martin Media, and it was it was no one was pre-ordering it. I think by the launch day, we had like five pre-orders. Which I've heard of today. Um, it was just unreal. And Luigi's Mansion Three? No, no, no. Luigi's Mansion One. Oh, what was that on? GameCube. 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 Another overlooked console. Mario. Loved GameCube. What was the bit that they put on the bottom and it became a Super Game Boy, didn't it? It did indeed. The Game Boy player. That's it. The Game Boy. <laughs> Quite literally, the Game Boy player. Now changes hands for a very handsome amount of money. Yes. Crazy money. Especially for one that works. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that you've got to have a disc the disc itself is worth a fortune yeah that's a good point the Dreamcast and the Gamecube I have a, I know the answer to one of these already and I might have already spoiled this already Slimothy but I want you to touch upon your favourite music and maybe what was your first single and your first album first single you know this anyway because we both have the same thing um, I do believe would have been Mr Blobby on cassette <laughs> Bought from Woolworths in Stevenage. Oh, yours was on cassette, was it? Yes. Oh, that's where we that's where we differ because mine was on CD in a cardboard sleeve. My nan absolutely hated it after about <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> the second eighth time playthrough. Oh yes. Um, first album that I physically owned was it was a Madness album that one of my friends got me Hell yeah. on cassette again for one of my birthdays. Nice. But for the life of me, I don't know the fucking name Madness of it. is an excellent shout. Mm. Mm. My first one was Iron Maiden, Summer in Time on cassette in our price, Stevenage. Our price. I think me and Gary both got Mr. Blobby from Woolworths in Stevenage, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, hell yeah. When the music section was right at the back. Yep, loved it. Go in and get your pick and mix and look at my Power Rangers and then go look at the singles. So, Gary, going back to the pilot episode, we were talking about the crazy fact about how many bugs you plan to eat in your sleep. And if you had to eat three bugs, <laughs> what would you choose? Spiders, definitely. Oh, you would? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Just because just they're easy to obtain or do they look <laughs> particularly delicious? Or yes, Let's be honest, they're just going to crawl in there anyway when you're asleep, so why not? If you're eating them in your sleep, you might as well eat them when you're awake. I fucking deserve it. They're that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 
Who's a hoe? <laughs> <laughs> so spiders, number one. What about, what's the next one? That's a very hard question. That's what she said. It's got to be something with a bit of crunch to it. Mealworm? Don't know what. Um, Ants are very common. Ants <laughs> are very common. Ants. Yeah, you can just collect them, stick them in the wok. True. <laughs> the only thing is, I think as soon as they hit the heat, they'll just disappear. Me mm. like dust. Dust. Anybody? <laughs> dust. Oh, you could, Ben. Ben just did a motion of uh, he was doing a salt bay thing. You could use ants as seasoning. Oh, ants seasoning. Yes, please. A bit of ant dust on your rice. <laughs> nice. Flavoured with ants. But how does that grab you, Timothy? Has that changed your mind? Are you, are you choosing ants? No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm going to say cockroaches. <gasps> I heard you like eating cock. And do you know why? Just because of the film, Joe's Apartment. That is an amazing film. If you haven't seen it, look it up. It is... All I'll say is don't watch it when you're stoned. <laughs> it's not a good idea. You will freak out. Yes, we don't in- we don't endorse neither Mark or Gary's drug use on the uh, <laughs> the old casters. I knew I should have hidden that brown paper bag from last week. Get that huffing going. Then Gary's all stoned up and all eating cockroaches and spider dust. So what would be your third one, sir? I've got no idea. Um, let's just... Uh, do you know what? I'll go with ants. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not really going to notice them, are you? No. They're, they're, they're just seasoning. You can sprinkle the ants over your spiders and cockroaches. Tony uses them all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask this one now, Ben, if you don't mind. Go for it. <laughs> Do you ever uh, get excited by sunflowers, Slimothy? Do you ever feel a compulsion when you're around sunflowers to tear off all your clothes and go streaking through sunflower fields? No. Oh, well, sunflowers are lies. Sorry to disappoint you on that one. Gary, what is your favourite button on your controller? Right trigger. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, Solid yeah. answer. Solid, Solid answer. answer. There. Gary streams directly from Xbox Series X, everybody. So that's why that question's there. It's a silly question. It's a silly question. Slimboy Fat 82, if someone wanted to watch you, what nights could they catch you on Twitch.tv? Generally, on a Tuesday, a Friday, and numerous times on a Sunday, normally. And that's what we like to hear regular days. Um, Please go and check out Slimboy Fat 82. And if you're not already following him, please go check him a follow. I feel like I'm back on Twitch right now, but you should do. Amazing content by an amazing person. I will warn you, it's mature rated content. <laughs> M for mature. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to repeat what I said last week about the origins of the old men, but Slimothy and I started the old men, and that is why he streams Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. I do Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. So between the two of us, we sort of alternate. We cover six days of the week. So you can always catch someone old. You will never see Slimothy and myself streaming at the same time. No, it doesn't happen. So at that point, we, we get to say thank you ever so much for being the first ever guest star on Old Casters. Would you care to join us, Slimothy? Are you okay to hang around for the Ask Us Anything segment? <laughs> I am indeed. Hell yeah. So, do you want me to find some of the Ask Us Anythings that I have received? Because I believe that Slimothy might have brought some of his own mm. to give to me and you, Ben. I think he has definitely brought some of his own, <laughs> somehow. I don't know what you mean. Mm. Don't you just. 
Forget about me. Before Gary lays on what I know is going to be very difficult questions to answer, I think we should firstly reach out to what we've been asked via the uh, segments we've asked people to come in on. So, Mark, you want to lay down a few? We don't have to do them all. I was going to bank some. Because if Gary's bringing his own, do you know what I mean? Mm. So we don't, we're not using all the ones that we've been sent. Definitely. Okay, here's one. So, hi, this is Lavender Rose Gaming. I know it's such a cheesy question, but, you know, I've got to ask it as a warm-up question, let's say. If you were to be on a desert island, uh, which five, five items would you take with you, either to survive there and live there, or to try to get off the island, basically, and be rescued? Good question. Five items you would bring with you on a deserted island. I'd love to get off with an island. Is that five between you, though? Or is that five each? I, I, I'm assuming we're not stranded together. <laughs> we wouldn't be friends anymore, I bet. We could procreate. <laughs> you stick to that part of the fucking island. Go on, Mark. What would it be? Or do you want me to go? Uh, the piano. Ooh. What was that? Somebody just let rip. No, that was go snoring. Snoring, fine. Uh, piano, Pepsi Max, <laughs> pasta. I've got to have something to eat, something to drink. That's favourite food, favourite drink covered. Got my piano. A device for me to be able to listen to music on and a football, and that's obviously obviously the first things I want to say is my wife, my kids, my hamster. But I'm not; they're boring. They're, but <laughs> they're it's boring. Desert Island, dear mate. It's Desert Island. It's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And plus, you can go Wilson. I think that's it. Gaz, go on then. You get you get to answer these questions too. What would your five things be on a Desert Island? Well, like Mark said, obviously you'd say things like wife, kids, etc., etc. However, for me, it would have to be. Toilet roll. I ain't using no legs to wipe my ass. <laughs> Just go in to see. B day. <laughs> How about a tablet with Wi-Fi on and a lifetime subscription to Pornhub? <laughs> That'll do. That'll keep you occupied. That sounded a bit like the thermal expansion there. Oh, nice. <laughs> 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 oh sorry, everybody. 12 hours of gaming, the flatulence has got to come out. <laughs> I need some sort of food supply, so I'll say a, uh, a Papa John's. <laughs> Papa <I'll do>. John's. <laughs> what, a manned Papa John's? Yeah, obviously, it's got to have staff. <laughs> but they're locked in, they can't come out. <laughs> Villagers. Yeah, I'll take my Xbox with a lifetime uh, Game Pass subscription. And a comfortable chair. Comfortable chair, eh? That's not a bad chair, actually, because after a while you could get sand, some sand in your pants or up your crack. You're not going to really want to sit on the sand well, anymore. Imagine trying to wipe your ass with sand in it. Oh. Can't get sand in your pants if you don't wear pants. Ooh, they're not bad answers. I mean, we are we are delving into the world of, I mean, where you've both said, you know, the wife, the kids and all the rest of it, obviously. I, I can't say these either because obviously we're talking about silly things here. So what would I take? I would definitely take, the drink would have to be water, you know. Like a life's you know, whatever, however long I'm there for the desert island, the water. So I've seen do a lot with water. That's a bit of the serious one. Uh, similar to Gary's, I'd take some sort of gaming device, you know, if I could have such a thing. Uh, food wise, such a tough one because I know you love pizza, Gary, and Mark, you love pasta, but you imagine being stuck with pasta for God knows how long of pizza. I think eventually you go, now fucking eight pasta and pizza. But oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, no. bro. Papa John's has got a lot more than just pizza on the menu. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that, yeah. I, I genuinely think I could just eat pasta for every day for the rest of my life. Well, 
Well, soon we're going down that route. I'm having a, I'm having a Nando's then. <laughs> the stuff can't get out. Nando's. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm picking Nando's as the food. I've got, I've got some sort of game device. I've got the water, and I think I'd have to also sob with Gary again. Toilet roll because even though I like Mark's going in the sea, eventually you could be in the CM just one of them days where you go oh, today I'm, I'm by the sea and you're having a little bit of a swim round and one of your turds floats past and dumps you in the air <laughs> it's like oh no but you're like that's alright I'm on my own it don't matter does it it won't float past you if you've got the shits from your Nando's every day <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think the last one like Mark's football but I think I'd choose a boomerang I saw a TikTok recently with a boomerang. Someone's making homemade ones and they look amazed balls. It's boomerang. There you go. There are the five things, uh, Lavender Rose Gaming. Thank you for the question. Thanks, Lavender Rose Gaming. Thank you. We'll have you on soon. Go on then, Gary. Give us one of yours. What is the one film that cheers you up when you're having a proper shit day? It's a good one. I like it. Mm. I've got a couple in mind. Well, mine's an easy one. Mine's Hot Fuzz. <sighs> cheers you up. I wanted to say hot fuzz, but now you've said it, I don't want to be. I would. I did seriously have hot fuzz in my head. Bit of me wants to say Top Gun. That's one of my favourite films ever, and that did cross my mind. But this goose dies in it, so yeah, I'm just counting that's, it. Yeah, that's a bit of a duffo one, that because if goose survived, I am not big into films. As in, I don't watch a lot of them. If I do watch films, I usually like watching stuff that makes me cry because I'm, I'm like that. I've got one. I've got cool, one. I've got cool. my answer, Slimothy. I've got it. Go Lego Movie. Okay. I fucking love Lego Movie. It's fresh in my mind because I watched it with Mary quite recently, like in the last week or two. But it's the whole thing is just so silly and so stupid. Well, everything is awesome. Always cheers me up. Everything is awesome. Do you know what? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. How the fuck does that cheer you up? Me and my old man have... I don't know what it is. There's, there's a couple of lines in it that I don't know why they're funny to me and my old man, but they're just... <laughs> is there no sun in this accursed country? And like, I've got to cut your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> and he says, why would you say a spoon, cousin, and not a knife? He said, because it's blood, you twit. It'll hurt more. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. So you go. A bit of a right field one there, because you took up fuzz from me. I, I thought you was going to say something else, guys, so you bastard. I presume you must have more questions. I may have. Lay it on us. Okay. Would you rather have penis for fingers <laughs> or uh, nipples for toes? <laughs> <laughs> penis for fingers or nipples for toes do you get all the same feelings you would from nipples and yes. penises oh okay well that changes it a bit penis for fingers all day just to clarify you can jizz out of your fingers <laughs> well yeah that's what I was asking you did you know do you get all the same sensations out there you're like Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking awesome in a gangbang wouldn't you I'd run out you'd be, you'd be the main man you'd be spent you, you you spend out one thing and you're like, oh, I just need a little while to recharge. Ah, uh, I do reckon that's how it works. It'd have to be. If it's like, you you, you know, your normal penis, it's got to be relative, isn't it? Oh, fuck's sake. Nipple toes then for me. <gasps> Controversial. Just to keep it interesting. Just to keep it spicy. What about you, guys? What would you go with? I'd go nipples for toes. Tell us why. There's no fucker to see him. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> that's a good point. You'd look like you have tiny feet, though, I'm assuming, because you'd have no toes. There would just be nipples at the end. Nubbins. Words. Nubbins. Save me money on trainers. <laughs> <laughs> A child size, please. 
I knew they'd be strange, but I didn't think I'd, I'd going from this sort of really nice one to nipples and fucking dicks on your hands. <laughs> he lulled us into a sense of false security. What a casted. I got one more. Go on him. Earliest gaming memory. Earliest gaming memory. It's definitely on the family PC, on the floppy disk. Floppy disk? I'm trying to remember which was first. It's either, it's around the same time. It's either Thomas the Tank Engine Pinball or Duke Nukem. Little bit of a difference in games there, boy. <laughs> Mine would be, I can't remember the name. It, you might be able to help here, Gary. It was uh, the Master System. Yep. And the first one I really remember, it was a wrestling game on the Master System. I don't think it was like a WWF title or anything like that. It was just like a wrestling title, you know, wrestling game. But it'd be some like, because I don't think Sonic ever released on the Master System in early doors, because it was Mega Drive first, or everyone, the first 16 bit. So it'd be Master System and either that wrestling game, which you can't think of. Pro wrestling. Yes. And a typical Master System grid covers that they had at the time and that shooting game you got a gun with it didn't like duck hunt but it weren't duck hunt but it was them two games i remember them vividly i still remember them now yeah, how about you gary it was an old ghost house game i can't remember the actual name of it it was on my system again um but it was on a card not on a cartridge so the original Mars system one used to take cards damn along with cartridges i never knew that honestly can't for the last me remember what it's the actual game was called. But they literally they're about the size of a credit card. Where did it go? Uh, so it had a slot on the front of them. So if you Google a picture of the Master System One, yep, not the two, you'll see. I think if I remember right, it was on the bottom right hand side of it. Wow, I still just died. That's the first time I've ever heard that it had a card system. Honest, it was called Ghost House, was it? I think it was called Ghost House. There we go, listeners. Do you want another one? Do you want a voice note? Or do you want... I've got an email. Email, please. Yeah, just switch it up. We've got an email. I've got an email from... So our good friends, you know, Kylie and Gaz Murray, they have put their heads together and come up with four questions between them. And they have emailed me these four questions. So how many of them would you like? One, two? Should we do half of them? Half of them, yes. Okay. So question one. We'll go to Slimothy first. Would you rather get attacked by one horse-sized duck or by 20 duck-sized horses? 20 duck-sized horses. I think I could kick them quite far. See, another fact. We're learning lots about me today. Another fact about me is that I'm fucking terrified of horses. hate them. So uh, I don't know how I feel about 20 little duck-sized horses. They won't hurt me as much because they're duck-sized. On the other hand, I really fucking love eating duck. So if I could take down a horse-sized duck, I'd be in heaven. <laughs> That's how I kid it. I just go in mouth first. <laughs> Zombie style. With my plum sauce. <laughs> I hope you're not talking about your plum sauce because that's just a bit wrong. I do love it that much. (laughs) What, your plum sauce? No, duck. And his plum sauce. So, what are you choosing? The horse sized duck. For the yum yums. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with the the 20 because, like Gaz says, I think think even though the horse is going to, when you go to kick him, it's going to hurt your feet more. I think, you know, at least. I don't know, though. Think of all them hoofs. That's what I'm on about, yeah. That's a good point. But then again, a massive... Um, mm, no, I'm going to go with the little ones. But the good thing is, every time you kick one, and you get decent height on it, you get to go, <laughs> score, and lift your arms in the air. Wear your steel toe boots when you punt your <laughs> duck-sized horses. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what is the second question, please, Mark? What was your favourite toy as a child? To our guest first, please. Really? Yeah, really, because it gives me a mark some chance to think. <laughs> Bast- sorry, Castard. Castard. Um, Castard Grayskull. With the megaphone. With the slime. Ooh, with the slime. How about you, Mark? It's got to be, it might be a boring answer, but it's got to be my the die-cast Thomas Trains. You know, you know the metal die-cast yeah, Thomas yeah, the real, Trains? Yeah, the real deal ones. I had shoeboxes and shoeboxes full of them, and I always had them out. Specifically, Edward. Which one was Edward? Number two. See the green one? Blue. Oh, it was the blue one. Oh, the big, the big one. No, not the big blue bastard. That was Gordon. <laughs> He's number four. He was the grumpy shit, wasn't he? And Henry was the emo. <laughs> The Edward was nice, and I had a few Edwards because I had a habit of taking them everywhere and fucking them up. Ooh, I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to go with uh, Scorponok Transformers. Scorponok was just a massive scorpion that then turned into sort of like a... Um, if you imagine the size of a Transformer as you've seen them in the movies, you imagine like this Transformer would house the Transformers. So it was most of the big ones, like Omega Prime and that, Omega Supreme. The scorpion bit, oh, it's maze balls. There was a lot of, no, there weren't just a couple of little rockets that sprung out of him. They were, he had grippy claws and he actually worked and you could transform without needing a, you know, like a eight pages of uh, instruction. So, scorpionock, I'm going to transform score. You look it up, it's a, it's a big one as well. It's a, a big transformer back in the day. That was, there you go. Nice. Nice. Any other business? Anything else? No, I think that that segment five asks us anything. Um, it's done, I think. Anything Anything else you want to add, Slimothy? You want to use this time to say something? No, not particularly. Where can we find you on Twitch again, please, sir? Twitch.tv forward slash slimboyfat82. Spell it out for us. No. <laughs> S-L-I-M-B-O-Y-F-A-T-82. And you stream what days? Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Wonderful. I am Markuhita. Follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Markuhita. And I am Ben Jones, a.k.a. Bembis81, and you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Bembis81. Follow the other old men as well. So there is myself and Slim Boy Fat, and there is also I am Tunny100, I-A-M-T-U-N-N-Y-1-0-0, and Mr. Narkills, M-R-G-N-A-R-K-I-L-L-S, all on twitch.tv. If you go to, I created one link to rule them all. That is Linktree. So link is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Old Men Army. And that link will take you to the podcast. It will take you to the Discord server. It will take you to the merch. Check out the merch and it will take you to the links so you can follow all of us on Twitch. And I think that's about it. That is, that is closing us out for the full and first episode of Old Casters. Get your uh, correspondence, your feedback, your questions in pretty please. If we can have all of your questions for the Ask Us Anything segment, we'll play them on the podcast. Either get your voice notes in to the podcast channel in the Discord or you can email me at oldmenarmy at gmail.com like Gaz Murray and Kylie did this week. Thank you, friends. Thank you. And I believe next week we're going to have I Am Tunny 100 joining us. I forgot to tell you about this, Ben, but I have already tapped him up. I was talking to him earlier via the old WhatsApp. Our guest next week is going to be the one and only I Am Tiny 100. Mew, mew, mew. So, yeah, I'm going to stop recording now. Yes. Thank you, friends. Love you. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Old Casters with Smith and Jones.